There we go. Let's see here. Jesus, just you and me in the conversation. What the fuck? Should get G in a second. Okay, click play. What the hell? There it is. Ah! Now it's just being. I gotta get a better mouse, man. This one sucks. <laughs> Board Wrestling Fan Radio. I don't even know what episode we're on, man. I'm like so unprepared right now. 142. Dude, dude, you need to get up earlier than 145, though. You need to get up dude. at at least 115 so you can look at the, go to the group page, look, look at what episode we're on, get everything set up. Dude, my kid's still here. She's getting picked up in like five minutes. So. <laughs> so hopefully George will be here by then so he can he can take over. Oh great, that's gonna work real well. No, 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 my my wife's here, man. I just I was eating and then my wife's like you know my wife is like talking to me and then my kid, I gotta say goodbye to my kid because I'm not gonna be out there when she leaves. And then I gotta get back in here and <laughs> So by the time I got in here, I hadn't had time to do literally anything. Yeah, I know. So I'm just now trying to get to the group page. And for right now, it's just me and you. I'm going to try G again because oh. I saw G pop online. It's just... Had to wow. call. I saw him pop online. Yeah, it's definitely Maven fan because it's Gio, we don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hi, hi, Rogers. I mean, Maven fan. I mean, I mean, Rogers loves G. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not very popular around here. <laughs> My raw reviews are getting rave reviews, though. <laughs> or lack thereof. G's here. Huh? Yep. Hey, Steve, what, 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 what are you talking about? Raw reviews? Nobody reviews raw on our site. You have a fan. You have a you have a fan on the chat. Um, G. Um, it's maybe a fan. I mean, I mean, Rogers loves G. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm done with NXT reviews for a while, guys. Oh man, <laughs> it's just too much of a headache. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's one thing to ha be able to like come home after you know working and to be able to flip on the TV. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday are the busiest three days of my work week. If I have to wait for some fucking torrent site to go up, it's pretty much too late. <laughs> it so means it's coming out Saturday afternoon, and even even if they have the energy to like want to write because usually with Saturday I'm feeling bagged so, so I, I don't know man I think uh, it's just felt like a chore for the last uh, three weeks man it's yeah fun. Under understandable so it's yeah. just it's Mark's impact review and anything Justin Ruff feels like posting besides this podcast going up on board wrestling fan <laughs> well I um, I almost posted something this week because um Botchbot has the Randy Orton week and oh, they yeah. did a blank comic where you could put your own comic and I had an idea and it never came to fruition. I haven't looked at Botch Spot all week, and I know it's Randy Orton week. I know they've been posting every day this week, and I haven't looked in a week. Well, yeah, here, here's what it is. I'll, I'll type it up real quick. O-T-C-H-E-D. Whoops. Got to learn to spell. Spot is S-P-O-T. Yes. And it doesn't help when I've been drinking. <laughs> okay, let's see here. Um. Ah, oh shit. He's got other stuff on here. Damn it. <laughs> Damn you, Hornsby. <laughs> it's basically it was a three panel thing, and it's all Randy Orton. Flat. It's all Randy Orton blank. And one looks like he's talking to somebody. The second one looks like he's you know thinking about something. And the third one is he's doing an RKO. And my idea was I'm gonna spoil it on here because I don't think I'm ever gonna come to. The first one was a phone sitting next to him. 
while he's um and he it's it's telling him it's vincer hunter telling him he's got an interview with board wrestling fan dot com this week and then the second one is him thinking hmm and he's charged up to the orton the orton shit orton drive 2000 and he's thinking hmm i wonder what we'll do if they don't do their their if they don't do if the interviewee doesn't do doesn't study up on me and then i was gonna try and photoshop a picture of joe getting rko'd <laughs> for the third one <laughs> but i never like I, I never got around to i never got around to doing it and like i said i was gonna message g on it because i was gonna kind of keep it under wraps and just kind of like make it make a pop-up on the site or something but it just like i said since i knew g was way busy too so yeah. it's just been even when i have a four-day work week it's just it's hell i'm just readjusting back into the double week schedule right thingy this is first week back and it's just you know how it is man you take a while yeah. off that first bit is tough i was just working one job for the last two months so <laughs> right back into the depths of hell <laughs> oh. So, on the network this week, a certain Monday Night Program finally debuted. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> guess who's been binge watching it? Yeah, I'm sure. I but uh, I mean, here, here's the thing: is is you know, I, I could have reviewed Raw, but I could have been home watching Nitro instead. <laughs> I know, <laughs> and I actually watched like four episodes. See, here's my thing about it. I don't understand why it was always sold that Nitro was always the better program. I'm just going to say I've come to this conclusion. 1995 was overall not a good year for wrestling. Because oh, yeah, Nitro was not very that much better. In fact, it probably was almost was probably worse than WWE programming in 1995 because you basically had fucking Hulk Hogan basically doing the same shit he was doing in WWF that was staler than stale. It was so stale it was harder than a rock. You probably would break a, break a window with it. <laughs> and, you know, here, here's one of the things I want to, I, I want to, I want to understand, I don't understand. What, what, the, what the fuck was the point of the Arn Anderson versus Ric Flair feud if it was for only for Ric Flair to turn on Sting? That was, that's, that's one of the stupidest fucking things I've ever heard. Hey, I'm only two episodes in, man. Thanks for the spoiler, dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm up. I started in I started in September, and I worked. I, I'm up to World War Three now. So okay. I'm I'm watching the 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 nitros up to the pay per view, and I'm watching the pay per views, figuring out what the fuck how, how the because I I re, yeah they have nitro, but they've also got they advertise the three other programs that you don't get, so you don't half of these storylines just seem to pop up. Yeah, at the pay-per-views. Yeah, well, and, that, that, that's also the same thing about watching the old like ninety-three, ninety-four, ninety-five Raws. Is, uh, oh, well, this Saturday on Superstars, like, um, yeah, okay, that's great. <laughs> yeah, and 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 another thing, it's it's like, oh, what was I going to say? Shit, um, brain fart here. Um, yeah, they it's all you know. They talk about how they gave away um, raw results. So far, they've had. One 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 episode where they gave away the raw results, and with the defectors, episode one Lex Luger has been the only defector so far in two and a half months. I I, I just I'm not understanding how this was supposed to be such groundbreaking television. It wasn't. Mick, Steve Mongo McMichael has got to be is worse than fucking Michael Cole on commentary. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, his commentary is a thing of legend. By legend, I mean X Pac. <laughs> <laughs> my wife. You know, my 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 thinking is this: is it took 1995 to make 1996 special? Yes, and and yes. that context and that setting of people became accustomed to what the WCW was giving you, and then you had the third man, and that's when all the shit came down. And I think that's probably where the fondness comes from: is that the people don't remember suffering through that what year and a half or so. Yeah, and, that, and that's the thing. Um, Eric Bischoff makes a comment during one of the Nitros, taking a jab at the WWF's champion, barely making out it, b- barely making it to their mid card. And you know what the champion was at that time? Diesel, aka Kevin Nash, who he oh, ended up Jesus. working with yeah. in 1996 to re- <laughs> fucking invent everything. Well, I mean, uh, but G had the point there that everything changed when Scott Hall showed up. When Scott Hall showed up, it's like, oh, shit, now this is must-see TV. And I remember when that happened because I didn't know Nitro was expanding to two hours. That was the first night was they expanded to two hours. That's when your cousin phoned you up. Exactly. You guys have heard this story. (laughs) We've heard this story a few times. and I'm sure. I mean, that's what really... It was that type of knee-jerk reaction that you, yourself and probably many other people, myself excluded, because I, I actually was on hiatus from watching wrestling at this point. But, uh, I mean, I can think of, you know, a number of situations and in, in variety of forms of entertainment where it's like you, you have to set up that sort of pre-awesome period so the awesome actually has an impact. You know, it's like like in The Hobbit, man. They have to sit around in the Shire for a fucking hour and a half before they even get on the goddamn road. You know, God forbid you actually read the book. You have to sit through two hundred fucking pages before they like finally run into a monster. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck is this nonsense? How many fucking reels do you eat a day? Oh, that's great. Wow. Okay. Shave your feet. Great. Awesome. <laughs> Rogers loves G on the chat line says the best year for WWE was 2014 when the WWE launched launched in Canada through Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey Mark, what's up? Did you, did you hear any uh, of our rants? Hey Mark. I, I came in when you were complaining about Ric Flair. <laughs> I didn't even realize he was here. I like clicked back on the Skype too. I didn't even notice. <laughs> and that's the thing. That's the thing. You know, they re- they redid the Four Horsemen, and then all of a sudden they turn on an episode, and they didn't really announce it, but all of a sudden he's Chris Benoit is a member of the Four Horsemen. I'm like, wait, aren't they gonna? Weren't they gonna come on to a segment announcing him? <laughs> you like, come on. Well, it's well, a to... tasteless joke about Chris Benoit being one of the Four Horsemen oh, of the Apocalypse now. <laughs> I, I that's the thing is I was watching the second episode of Nitro at home and my wife is in the next room and she hears McMi- uh, Mongo McPinkle and she's like man this guy's terrible I'm like no no no, no. Th- this isn't the worst part of his career the worst thing is they made him a fucking horseman <laughs> <laughs> fucking Steve McMichael is a fucking horseman no no he's got that little fucking Paris Hilton dog every week and it's it's like him and, and like, fucking Paul Roma can go fucking start their own little fucking horseman. And <laughs> I, I never thought Bobby Heaven Heenan could be ba- whatever. I could never thought Bobby Heaven would be that oh, not that good of a commentator until I heard him, you know, doing the Nitro. You can tell there are some weeks he's just like, why am I here? Why am I doing this crap? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? Huh. 
the, the same can be said of any commentator from any era. True. <laughs> That's true. Uh, it's uh, you know it's nice to have Nitro available now, and I'm still trying to get through those '94 Raws. Diesel has just won the Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> When I got when I got it on my TV, I basically I watched the first one because I wanted to watch the first one, I, and I haven't really watched any of it since, that one since. <laughs> but you know, like I said, I've been you know I've been been basically binge watching. Like I said, I'll do the nitros to the pay per view, then I'll watch the pay per view, and then you know I'll keep you know, you know that and that's what I'm doing. Like I started World War Three this morning, great, even though I already know what happens at the end of it. But um, you know I'm about. Halfway through World War Three, I'll finish watching that, and then I'll go to the Nitros after that, and you know, get my excuse me, get my money's worth out of the network. Yeah, I've uh, I've been watching uh, the Monday Night War, which is the uh, the great documentary they've got on now. It's and and I you know I went into it with the idea of okay, I've already seen like all the shit they've put out about the Monday Night Wars. How much more can they go into? Uh, but it's really it's really expanded a lot on the things that they've talked about in the past and, and the uh, Eric Bischoff interview from the original Monday Night War DVD they're showing a lot more of uh, than what was what was just on that DVD and uh, gee I know you can vouch for me on that yeah well we talked about this last week I, I don't think there's been any actual new episodes though since then um, well, since since then there was the uh, I think the the DX episode aired uh, this week. Oh yeah, right. That was like on Monday or whatever. Yeah, it was. Uh, that, one, that one was okay. Um, yeah. I I didn't I didn't enjoy that one as much as the other two. Uh, it was it was still fun to watch. Um, certainly better than Raw. Uh, but that doesn't say much. Um, <laughs> I was just talking to somebody about Raw yesterday or the day before, and it was basically the idea was I don't remember shit from Monday Night Raw except for the stupid Bella Twins bullshit. Oh, I, I unfortunately do remember a, a bit of it. Things it, happened. It's been burnt into my soul. It's, it's been tossed around that we might have just seen over the last two weeks two of the worst draws in like the last decade. I don't no, know that, if that's that might just be uh, hyperbole. I don't know. It just but but the last week was pretty bad. It was it, like I said. It any was, consolation tomorrow's will be worse. <laughs> I don't think Ro- it can be, dude. Rogers Jerry Springer segment. It's <laughs> going to be so much worse. Why? Rogers, Rogers loves G. Rogers loves G. Come on, Maven fan. Just put Maven fan. God damn it. Did you know that you can watch a Monday Night War only on the WWE Network, but not on demand in Canada? <laughs> I have no idea because I can't even subscribe to uh, Rogers and Calgary. Alberta, Canada. Back to what Mark was talking about. Jerry Springer is going to be on Monday Night Raw tomorrow. Jerry, yeah, because they uh, they didn't get Sam. And because uh, Sam got a job, and he's not stupid. He's not going to go shoot on the NFL and like lose any <laughs> potential he could ever have getting a job in football because they'll just use that as an excuse. Uh-huh. That's exactly a good move on, on Sam. If he's only going to be in a practice squad for a year, maybe he'll have an opportunity in the future to, to actually make a team. But like, what, what did the WWE expect? He's gonna show up and be like, "Yeah, fuck the NFL. I, I'm gonna throw away my dream." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. TMZ but, expected him to. But TMZ is going around like interviewing like his previous team and about who's comfortable showering with the guy. 
That's what just, the fuck is wrong with sports media and ESPN? Like, what the fuck is that, yeah. man? I, I mean, I feel bad for this guy a lot. Like, it's hard enough coming out in like a very, very testosterone-ridden, riddled, uh, very, very, you know, religious country, and openly admit you're a homosexual, and putting the celebrity, you know, the celebrity aspect into it, being part of football, which is like, I mean, you got to sacrifice babies to that shit on Monday nights, right? You know, Friday nights you fight, and Monday nights you sacrifice babies to the NFL. And I'm like, get that. <laughs> so this this guy's this guy's putting himself on quite a bit of a platform. And at the WWE, I understand they're you know they're like, oh, we want controversy, we want to compete against the NFL. And they, you could argue that simple and plain, as innocent as it is, but we all know it's not. We all know they have an openly gay guy on the roster. His name's John Cena. I mean, Darren <laughs> Young. <laughs> John Cena's going out with Tits McGee. He's hardly gay. No, but they look the same. You know how it is. It's just... Yeah, I know. That was my joke there. I'm not... I'm not... But to bring this full circle, now that Mar- Mark's brought up Tits McGee, <laughs> that is why Jerry Springer's on the show tomorrow, is because he's going to do a segment with the fucking Bella Twins. Yeah, well... I'm so torn, because... I I find Jerry Springer actually pretty enjoyable, but I'm not going to enjoy this in the slightest. I want to skip it, and I just want to sacrifice babies. <laughs> I just... No. Rogers Loves G says, Pat Patterson is a gay on you can watch Pat on Legends House on the WWE <laughs> Network. <laughs> The last episode of Legends House, they have Pat Patterson on there, and he's like, oh, that was "I'm gay, I'm gay." Like, no fucking shit, really. Like, we didn't fucking know this already. Like, ooh, this is the big reveal. Pat Patterson's gay. Like, uh, <laughs> in in the first episode, and? he was flirting with a meat guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, never mind the fact that he's been out for years. Well, yeah, that too, but. <laughs> He was very gay during the show itself. He's been out for years. It was, oh, here's the big reveal that nobody ever knew is that Pat Patterson is gay. Like, um, I guess that, that joke Brett Hart made a couple months before, uh, back, nobody knew. <laughs> <laughs> no, That's because they didn't, have him, with it. they didn't have him and Gerald Briscoe wrestle in an evening gown match or nothing. <laughs> Perfectly acceptable behavior. It's professional wrestling, you know. Uh, you know... JR's on commentary when Pat Patterson's in the ring, like, oh, he's single, fellas. Like, no, hey, wh- what did he mean by that? Gee, I wonder. <laughs> Didn't he also make reference to him enjoying wearing dresses or something? I don't know, probably. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> That's ridiculous. Uh, but anyway. It, it's not as bad as Goldust, whose face turn was to reveal that he's not gay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wasn't that Billy and Chuck's face turned too? <laughs> Rogers Love G chimes in. Joe and Joey's wearing dresses. <laughs> no. I do it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> hey, man, you know, I got Scottish blood in me, yo. It's all good. Joe doesn't enjoy wearing dresses. Joanne, his weekend personality, she does. <laughs> oh, boy. Kind of so why why was Triple H wearing a pink tie? <laughs> I don't know. 
So so I heard I heard the guy that had the nitro sign on Raw. Did he actually legit get rusted? No, yeah. and I got a well, whole lot about shit about that in the news. Well, yeah, I, we'll, we'll talk I about that. All of his fucking bullshit. That guy was a drunk idiot. We'll and, we'll uh, certainly uh, talk about that for him. Yeah. Do not feel bad for that man. No, we'll we'll I, certainly I talk about it. his antics, but after reading about them fully, yeah, don't feel bad. And, and the thing is, is by the time Raw aired, I think I watched three episodes of Nitro <laughs> anyway. So. <laughs> Because I was watching, let's see, I was actually legit because I was home Monday because I had, you know, it was lit. here in the States, it was Labor Day, so I had both jobs off. So um, I actually got to sit home and watch MasterChef and Hotel Hell as they actually aired, <laughs> you know, not through DVR. I, I do have something I want to get off my chest quick. I don't like making points that other people have, but this is something I've not heard anyone else say. The reason Cena and Lesnar are going at it again so soon is because it's Night of Champions, you idiot. Every title is on the line. That's why it has to happen in a few weeks. Simple as that. I can accept that Cena should be more hurt, but I can live with the fact they're going at it again so soon. They kind of have to. There. Well, what title does Cena have? Well, Lesnar is the champion now. No, exactly. but, but so his, his, could, point is, his point is Cena gets his rematch. And Cena has to have it by contract. Where's Where's Orton's rematch? Oh, <laughs> that was a point brought up on Raw, wasn't it? Yes, it was. <sighs> See, Lesnar should be on Night of Champions. That I agree with. Yeah, but Cena is the only thing vaguely close to half a competitor. Uh, not the way he was booked over the last couple of weeks. He's actually more powerful than any human ever. Well, yeah, that, now he's back to being... Whatever the, the hell he is. The Phoenix has risen. <laughs> He's Mecha Cena now. Yeah. <laughs> Even Super Cena. You, you can't compare this, these mere mortals to John Cena, Mark. <laughs> no, sir. No. He, he, can, he can barrel through a you know, bunch of Wyatts and not even break a sweat after getting completely destroyed. It's going to be revealed that Lesnar keeps kryptonite in his shorts or something. <laughs> What are you guys talking about? Everybody knows that the, anybody, if anybody can compare anybody to John Cena, is The Rock. Oh boy! Like after the beatdown at Night of Champions, Lesnar's gonna put his hand in his pants as T's ripping <laughs> his dick out, but he pulls out some kryptonite. Apparently, I don't think I might skip that pay per view. <laughs> Apparently, it's Rocky Night in Canada again here on Board Wrestling Fan. The Rock just wanted to tell you this. Coming soon to a theater near you, it's The Rock and who gives a rat's ass? You stupid marks are going to come and see it because of The Rock's in it. And it's going to make $80 million and I'm going to get another. I'm going to do a sequel to it. $80 million? That's it. <laughs> That's what he gets paid. That's what he was referring to. The movie itself is going to make billions. The Tooth Fairy did really good. <laughs> I think it did. But that was a kid's movie, so lots of kids went for it. No, I have legit friends that will go see anything that The Rock is in. Like, I, legit, I my can't one friend, that's legit, still a thing. He, he, uh, yeah, uh, no. JT's friends with sheeple. I will legit go, like, oh, The Rock was in it. Yes, so. <laughs> Maven, fan, Maven fan says, Joe, she's enjoying your Raw review. It's so easy to read. Oh, I know. <laughs> Isn't it? It's got just as much going on in, his, in it as Raw actually did on Monday. <laughs> I never told Actually anyone. Actually, looked for a. Yeah, but I never told anyone exactly. <laughs> I think you know. I I 
I'm sure it's probably in the news, but I want to mention that I don't often agree with Vince Russo on anything. But what he said about those segments is absolutely 100% true. You know, I, I did the math. Brie running over Austin almost fits. She was 15 when Austin was run over. She <laughs> turned 16 that year, but it happened before her birthday. It almost fitted. <laughs> God, those segments were awful. Oh my God, they were terrible. How long is it going to turn? How long is it going to be until it turns out Nikki consummated Bree's marriage to Brian? <laughs> I don't know, but <sighs> she's freezing her eggs. <laughs> yeah, that's she is. Right. That's some total die. Right? That's airs tonight. You can watch it live. No. No, seriously. No. She's going to go to the grocery store and buy some eggs, and then she's going to put them in the freezer, and then they're going <laughs> to look at her and say, that's not how it's done. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me, to be honest with you, but no. <laughs> Is it, well, it's t- total divas, man. Tune in tonight. Only on I am e. vaguely interested just to see Cena you Remember, you have to, to be bitch. on E to watch that show. <laughs> yes, you do. That's the rule. Yes. Uh, it's not a drinking game anymore. Just for kids, by the way. Nom nom nom. It's a drinking game for kids. <laughs> now we 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 did have one element of a, of a segment that I enjoyed, and I I don't know if I should have, but I did. And that was uh, I'm I'm digging this uh, body double gimmick with Sandow and the Miz and uh, the makeup girl now. I thought that was a kind of a funny touch. Um, yeah, that was pretty fun. I mean, maybe when you're watching such a terrible episode, that something like that's going to stand out as like seemingly really good, and maybe I'm blinded. But I, Mark agrees with me. He thinks it was fun. I thought it was fun. What did you think of that, Joe? I completely forgot about it until you just mentioned it. Honestly, I'll be completely, perfectly honest with you. The only other segment I remember besides the Bella Twins is the bunny beating up Heath Slater. Oh, that was great, and yet sad at the same time. I remember uh, doing the math when uh, Bobby Roode tweeted, what exactly am I watching? And apparently it was that. Yeah. That's what he tweeted. <laughs> Maven fan says Miz should be shot in the leg. I know, because then he'd have to shoot sand out in the leg so we can fit the gimmick. Jeez, I don't remember any of this shit happened. I'm looking through the results right now, and I don't remember like any of this. Jack Swagger wrestled Curtis Axel? What? <laughs> That, that apparently happened. Oh, yeah, Zeb Coulter came back. That's right, Zeb Coulter came back. That's right. See, Adam Rose fought Titus O'Neil, and that's when the bunny beat up Heath Slater. And Rusev beat Zack Ryder? Zack Ryder was on TV? Yeah, they were punishing him. Well, he was on twice because he was in the bunny suit as well. Yeah, they were punishing <laughs> Rusev, making him fight with Zack Ryder. Maven fan, another singer from her. Joe, maybe you should read your Raw review. Oh, wait. Well, he writes it. I do. It's it, Like I said, there's just as much going on in my Raw review as there is in the actual show. <laughs> Where are you, stupid Mark's going to go? You have no alternative. <sighs> the game says so. I'll just start watching Impact again. <laughs> oh. No, um, I just probably should, Joe. It's better. Yeah, I, I just, know it is. I just haven't had time. I just found out um, this, I think last night, I guess Ring of Honor had a pay-per-view and all the ROH fanboys now have creamed their pants because one of the Briscoe brothers is now the Ring of Honor champion. Didn't that, that happen before? 
No, he. Oh yeah, yeah. That's oh that's right. He was champion before. Duh, derp. Haha. <laughs> but he became. I guess he became champion again. Well, I, what happened is he became champion, then got like a concussion or something, and couldn't defend the title for. And he had to. He had to. Um. He never actually lost it. It was one of those stipulations. He had to um hand it over, and then, you know, that's when they made Adam Cole the champion and. Then they went, you know, the, with um, Michael Elgin, and obviously, apparently, I guess, the one Briscoe brother won it back last night, finally. Michael Elgin wants to play baseball. <laughs> a new Ring of Honor world champion has been crowned as Jay Briscoe has defeated unbreakable Michael Elgin to become a two-time ROH world champion. Briscoe is, only, Briscoe is one of only two competitors who have held the ROH world championship on two occasions, with the other being current TNA Impact Wrestling star Austin Aries. Is that just because no one stays in Ring of, Ring of Honor for very long? Pretty much. I don't get the Briscoes, man. That just uh, not me my either. thing. I was man. always told how great they were supposed to be, and I watched them. And it's like, really? Yeah, it's I like mean, redneck kung fu. I never really got it. It's like it's stupid. I don't get Aww. it. It's like so what? You, it's almost come. You're you're borderline racist. What? Because you're pretending to be rednecks. That's it's okay. I thought Jimmy Wang Yang invented redneck kung fu. Oh, it's Kung Fu Naki. Kung Fu R-Truth, by the way, says... R-Truth says that little Jimmy's been going to some sort of private school. From what he's been hearing from his mom, he's been staying out of trouble and keeping his nose clean. Good for him. <laughs> that was a question we never got answered. Was little Jimmy his son or just a random friend he was hanging out with? I don't so, know. I think it's I don't like the idea he's hanging out with small boys. It's supposed to be a metaphor for a John Cena fan. He established the character during the feud just before the pipe bomb scenario went down uh, a couple summers, come a couple summers back with Punk. That's when he started doing it. Was when he was like total heel crazy, and he was uh, feuding with Cena. And then he started talking about Little Jimmy. I think he would refer to Little Jimmy in the front row cheering on Cena. So there was your answer, Mark. Who was it who drop kicked Little Jimmy? I just remember JVL selling the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't... I remember the segment, but I don't remember who it was. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty awesome. I remember I, I I managed to find a way to mix a whole bunch of animated GIFs back then into one, and it involved uh, Little Jimmy, Lita, and the, the baby punch with it, it didn't um, Brian, Chris didn't Brian Daniels and uh, South Park, all in one GIF. <laughs> no idea where it is anymore. It's probably in our archives somewhere. I'm sure it's it's buried somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> like Zack Ryder. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, Maven fan says your boyfriend, Joe, your boyfriend, Jamin Olavencia, lost the tag team title last night. That's all right. <laughs> nice. I got to see Jamin wrestle uh, earlier this month. Actually, it was uh, it was just before his birthday. Actually. <laughs> anyway, did he have a happy birthday? No, he lost. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. <laughs> nice. That's what happens when you, you don't uh, accept an award on our show, dude. That's uh, karma. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have booking power? <laughs> oh, he no, he got his award. He said it was no, it, it was not a shocker that he won. Because Ooh, cockiness. Okay, the, he's exempt for next year. Not a shocker that he won. Jamin Olavencia is now, according to the uh, autograph on the wall here. 
Hey man, I, I, I signed on and went paper to all the time. Doesn't mean shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just ripping on your boy because it's funny. I, <laughs> I, I don't know him. I, I've never even seen him wrestle. Except, <laughs> wait, no, he he, he got dropped out to Ryback, didn't he? Uh, I don't know if it was on camera, but like he just got dropped out by Ryback for some reason. He might have. A lot of guys got dropped out to Ryback. You know, he did some sort of dark match. Oh no, wait, he was in the Adam Rose thing. Yeah, he was he was a rosebud for a couple of weeks. That's right. I wonder if uh if you do it again for half the pay, because it looks like on NXT uh, pretty much they were all new, out of shape, random homeless people as rosebuds <laughs> this week. Yeah. It's very, very different looking rosebuds. Yeah. Almost, I think all of them are overweight. Yep. So none of them actually look like workers, except for uh, the one overweight white guy. Uh, I think his name is Kevin something. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know. I wasn't really paying much attention. It's like, oh, hey, cool, wrestling. <laughs> like on the bus watching wrestling. Like Just so I don't have to watch it at work. After watching so much three- and two-hour-long programs, NXT just flew by. Oh, NXT like, is second wonderful. second I put it on, then the next, it, it's over? Oh. NXT is wonderful because it's only an hour long, and it's all wrestling. They advance storylines and everything, but it's mostly wrestling. <laughs> Th- this week we saw the same match four times. Yeah. And I'm so happy Bailey's going to hug you as a champ. Yes, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was, I was kind of disappointed by uh, the majority of NXT this week. Uh, I like the opening segment and I like the closing match, but the four um, the four title or guys going for the title matches they were all the exact same um, story. They were all like three four minutes long. They all had the opponent looking a little bit stronger than the, the guys going for the title, which I didn't mind because it, it did not squash matches, but it was the exact same thing four times in a row. Yeah, and that that. I mean, I, I I talked about this a little bit in my reviews. Like, if, if I was someone who was curious to what NXT was all about, and I'd never seen it before, and I wanted to just get a little familiarity, tuning in before TakeOver 2, this was a great episode. This showcased all the people in the pay-per-view in some capacity, the worth of note. Yeah. And it also introduced me to, you know, four other viable talents that didn't look like um, total j Browns. Which is not a bad thing either, but as someone who's been watching NXT, it's just kind of like, well, four times in a row is a little bit of overkill for me. But uh, that tag match, I'm I'm looking forward to the tag title match. I yeah. can't wait to see the uh, the entrance getting taken out, and then they can go up to WWE and, and work dark matches. It'd be awesome. <laughs> I had to get my cheap shots in there, Joe. Oh, of course. But uh, I think that's going to be a good match. A little man, big man concept. I think it's going to work brilliantly. Yeah, Maven fan wants to know, Joe, how many copies of the new John Cena DVD have you pre-ordered? Oh, I I didn't even know he had a new DVD coming out, but I've already ordered six thousand. Nice. <laughs> I don't know if I should admit this. I, I mildly enjoyed Legendary. <laughs> it it wasn't. That's that a, that's the terrible. one where he's the the older brother, of the <clears throat> kid that's a wrestler yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I saw that. I wasn't. <laughs> that impressed with it. I got really bored and watched some WWE Studios movies. I've seen The I Chaperone like... twice now. <laughs> I've not seen The Chaperone yet. 
I will never see The Chaperone. I will never see any John Cena movies. That's a Triple H movie. Sad. I know. I know The Chaperone's a Triple H movie, but I was not going to acknowledge that fact. I, that's why I said I was. <laughs> will never see it, and that's why I said I will never see any John Cena movies. You can watch Marine 3. That has The Miz. <laughs> and The Marine 4 that's coming out has The Miz. And The Marine now, 5. <laughs> now, granted, I, I will admit I've watched Knucklehead. I've seen Knucklehead. Meh. I haven't seen that one yet. Ooh, but it's actually it's actually not horrible. It's just no. that it's kind of for a family movie. It's kind of stupid. It's a family movie that's based around MMA. Yeah, I mean, it was okay, but I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it again. Yeah, then I won't. Endorsement acknowledged. <laughs> and and the the chaperone the chaperone was actually halfway decent, but the main reason I watched it a second time is because I just didn't feel like changing the channel. After I watched like three good movies in a row, and wait, like, was that they actually put it on like TV? TV? It, was, it was on Showtime, dude. I was watching like I was watching all these hockey movies, and then like, oh, up next, The Chaperone, like fucking Triple H's movie, really? I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> Maven fan wants to know: Have you downloaded that iPhone app? What iPhone app? <laughs> I don't know. It just says that iPhone app. I don't Probably have an the iPhone. John Cena one. Wait, there is a John Cena game, isn't there? But he's working on cars or some shit. Oh, shit, yeah, I heard of that. No, I I don't have an iPhone, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, no. This week I did give in and get Supercard. Yeah, what do and you think? I find it hilarious because Triple H was my first rare, and I literally feed him cards to make him stronger. <laughs> I literally feed him other people. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That still amuses me. Uh, they gave me the Undertaker to start with. Now I've got an ultra rare, ca- or, uh, yeah, ultra rare cane is like my should be my best card, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I have like a big, sh- a super rare Big Show and a super rare Brock Lesnar. They're both pro cards. They're both better than that cane. But yeah, anybody that doesn't know about the you know anything about the game is like, what the hell are you guys talking about? But you know, Magic the Gathering. Basically, yes. I've never but played for Magic some reason, yet. it doesn't set off any kind of collector in me. So I'm already lost interest after just a few days. I actually got hooked on it for a little while, and then like, I got that I got that book that I was reading, and it was like, okay, well now I can either play this game or I can read this book, <laughs> and I read the book. <laughs> good for you, man. Pretty you good chose book. The right path. I, I did. It was a pretty good book. Educational. No, I wouldn't it say it was John it. Cena's biography. Yes, it was. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, it was. Mark, Mark knows me so well. <laughs> Actually, usually what I read are biographies. I don't usually read like stories. So, for me to read that book was kind of like, ooh, you know, that actually looks interesting. I might actually read that, and it, I actually got through it in a couple of days. The funny thing is, if I didn't crop that screen grab that I had when I posted it on Facebook, you would have seen Mark's book behind it. <laughs> <laughs> the Beast. God, I can't believe people bought that. Xavier Zims. <laughs> oh, uh. okay. Um, Maven fan said the app from Triple H's film. <laughs> what? She wants to know is Mike Knox in the card game, <laughs> and what what John Cena T-shirt are you wearing today? Virgil's in the card game, and I'm wearing an Impact Wrestling T-shirt today. As a matter of fact. 
I don't know if it's because I was reviewing it or if it was because it was actually better, but I did really enjoy Impact this week. I haven't seen Impact in a couple of weeks, so you guys are going to have to kind of tell me what happened. Oh, my God. You missed out. Um, uh, I, you missed out long pause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much we missed out on. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what I thought was the highlight of the show. It, it, it's part of Mark's title. You see, three comes into the ring and he's talking at one point. He says uh, something along the lines to incite the crowd to chant, You can't wrestle. And once again, even better than ever he's ever done before, oh, yeah. he intermittent pauses. You can't wrestle. I disagree. See, you can't um, wrestle. Oh. I'm very good. You can't wrestle. You're not creative. You can't wrestle. I am the greatest living professional wrestler alive, cutting off the crowd. So they start chanting CM Punk. And he responds, I'd love Easy to beat him too. Oh. <laughs> it was fucking great. CM Punk confirmed for TNA. <laughs> Only if he jobs out to EC3, because at this point, that, that guy is the biggest tragedy if TNA goes out of business. Um, of all the talent on on there, I don't know if WWE would take him back because they had him, and you know how they are. Um, mm-hmm. how they don't give a lot of second chances out to guys who don't make the uh, the main show. So hey, he, he's always welcome back here. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Was he, great can interview. Review, he can review Raw for us. He could. Probably, He'd probably make it entertaining. Than, uh, <laughs> the current state of a Raw review, that's for sure. <laughs> but that's not saying much, is it now? <laughs> don't have a computer to <laughs> review Raw. Not, I mean, I could easily review Raw if I really, really wanted to, but I'm just using that as an excuse not to. Hey, Mark, what was your favorite moment or second favorite if it wasn't EC3? Because I, I suspect I yeah, stole your e- EC3 was just the best thing where he just shouts, I'd like to beat him too. That was so good. <laughs> Other than that, though, I'm going through the review now to try and jog my memory but that's the main thing that stands out I just have a hard time remembering wrestling at all anyway well we, we saw but I Jessica do remember I did and now Jessica Havoc I was a bit let down by if I'm honest you didn't like gas mask or whatever or? I liked her but not the mask it, it's a Bane mask but it's got LED lights on it too it's just way too hokey and it, it's shit you'd see on the indies and you'd call it indie shit Oh, that is exactly where she's been using it too. I'm. Um, there's that. I don't know if she's had it for her whole career or not. I don't. I doubt it. But there's plenty of. Uh, I suspect of, she's had it for about however long it's been since the Dark Knight Rises came out. It might be the case. Yeah, <laughs> I, I suspect you're probably right that she was playing off. It, it's of, just a mask version of the light bright jacket, but I vaguely enjoy the light bright jacket. <laughs> I, it, it's I, just way too hokey for me. Okay, fair enough. I, th- I thought the Taryn Terrell Gail Kim match made up for the uh, the debacle the first the first one she had in the uh, the six sided yeah, ring. Taryn can run the ropes now. There there was uh, I mean a couple of spots that looked a bit awkward here or there. Like I'll, I'll give Taryn Terrell the benefit of the doubt because she she is the you know the the female wrestler who tried to pin someone on their stomach after all in the beginning of her career. She's improved, I think, a fair bit and obviously had a chance to work in the six-sided ring a fair bit since that previous incarnation of a match, if you call it that. So I thought that was all right. I really don't know what happened in that first match. It was just 
I, I think it was ring rust and, and complete ignorance of how to work a, an environment like that. I did also kind of enjoy the Sam Shaw tag match because I liked how Sam tagged himself in and he just came in completely late but then still acted really pissed off when it was obvious he knew what he was doing by coming in late. He had no intention of saving him. But then he liked to pretend he did. I I pissed on that last week, but I'm vaguely interested in where that's going. I just Maven, really hope it doesn't end up with them being gay. Maven fan says, say knock noise. Say what? He <laughs> says, say knock noise. Knock. And then she also says, "If noise, if you don't day how much you enjoy Nux, I will come to your house and we will play fish." Nux hasn't been on in weeks. What? I miss him. He's working on the uh, the arcade games. <laughs> trying to fix some stuff. I also didn't recognize Brittany at all. Yeah, I had that same segment thought. staring at Sam Shaw. It's, I I recognized her, but I. I didn't know why, and then it kind of felt like Bob went off right near the I end of the I thought it was just a random chick. I didn't realize it was her at all. Yeah, well, it wasn't Rebel. She's injured. So, yeah, I guess Sam Shaw is going to have a new victim. Whether it be male or female, we will find out. <laughs> and I really feel bad for Chris Melendez, because he was supposed to debut on September the 11th. Yeah, that was a spike thing. That they had it all planned out, and he is the first victim of that move. Yeah, that's true. I I don't know if it'll have as as much of an impact as it would have. No pun intended. Not being on the eleventh, but uh, I guess we'll have to we'll have to save judgment on how they portray it. Like if if they're constantly like hyping it up as being the big September 11th tribute in the show and constantly talking to that point and saying it's the 11th and we're honoring and that on, then it'll come across really poorly because fans will be like no it's the fucking 10th dude like <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I don't know I mean I'm willing to give the guy a shot because I, again TNA has improved so much over the last summer that maybe this guy is actually a decent worker. You don't, you know, uh, I, we don't I did know. enjoy the video package with him actually wrestling. Maybe this guy won't have to go on food stamps like the last veteran they had. Possible. <laughs> That's quite possible. You know, speaking of September 11th, I, I am like seriously hoping that they put the fucking September 13th episode of SmackDown on the WWE Network, you know what I'm talking about? The one from two days after 9-11. Is it not on there yet? It's not on there yet, and I'm hoping they were just kind of waiting for September and be like, oh, hey, yeah, remember this? They might. Maybe we'll find out about that tomorrow. Yeah. Although, they'll probably only tell us once about it. You guys noticed on Raw, they, they only really talked about the WCW, I think, like one time, two times. I don't understand that. I thought it was supposed to be some sort of appreciation week. They had that guy in the crowd. They felt he was tributing. I guess. It was Raw raw Attitude Week. Well, for for a channel, or not a channel, a network, the company's, you know, 999, 999 bullshit all over and over again. Why don't they, like, add in the point, if you pay the 999, this is what we're doing this week when we're putting up all these old nitros. That is the biggest problem I have. That's well. That's that's it. It's dumb marketing. It's bad it, advertising. It's not the price. It's the content. 
I didn't Doc. join Netflix because it was cheap. I joined it because I heard what they had. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to watch that. <laughs> Speaking oh, exactly. of what they have, I guess uh, we had another abduction on TNA as well. Wait, what? Manic. Oh, yeah, Manic. Yeah, he's gone now. I think he is going to get brainwashed and uh, like Sonata. This will be the BF part of the BFG thing. Muda to Jerry, who debuted, who looks pretty good for an older dude. Um, and it, it'll, it'll basically be like good guys, bad guys, probably, you know, six man tag. I, I, th- to me, that kind of seems like the booking. Or maybe, hell, they could even break it up into three singles matches, and there you go. I mean, just cover the card. <laughs> yeah, I'd make it like a, you know, you play for the, your team type of thing, and whoever, whichever team gets the most wins out of this mini tournament on the pay per view. That would make sense. And be, there, I enjoy uh, tournaments. Yeah, I, so something like that could work. There's, there's two, two good ways they could go about it. Uh, that's. You know, that's kind of my thinking about what's going to happen with BFG. Is Matt Maddox going to go evil in some form or fashion? Yeah, just have a mini one night long BFG series. Why not? They didn't do it this year, you know, in the show. They could definitely play off of that. Um, why not do it? <laughs> it's just, I, I think I, I, I marked the fuck out for Tajiri. <laughs> Who shit it's Tajiri. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Tajiri was, was fun. That was he, certainly... he looked a little drunk though. I saw that missed. No, it's twenty oh, percent uh, proof. That was another thing that bothered me because they tape it so soon that Arius is still a little green. I think it was the same night. I think it was the same night. I know, too. and I'm just like, what this guy hasn't showered in a week. <laughs> <laughs> Filthy hippie. Yeah, I I think I think uh, what are we missing? There was oh, of course, Samoa Joe, Bobby Lashley, the most what was it? The most dangerous man in the, the, the toughest man. Yeah, that was okay match. It's all right. It wasn't. It was close too. It's not like they buried Joe or anything. That's right. And, you know, did, did anyone watch Bellator? I wanted to, but forgot. I, I forgot result. about it totally. I also forgot about it because I thought about actually <laughs> tuning in. And I'm not an I, MMA I guy. I just watch it, but just nah. Yeah, I just kind of wanted to check it out, and I heard it was I heard it was uh, like uh, terrible. <laughs> it, okay, I didn't see the first round. It's a little bit of a uh, controversy. Uh, uh. Oh, I saw the second round. Um, he won with like a, a standing choke. And it's a, kind of a really odd-looking submission for MMA. And so uh, there's th- he won. That's the main thing. The, the, I guess there's a lot of people that are, a lot of the MMA purists are kind of a little bit upset about the Bellator show as a whole because they yep. they had a whole bunch of pro wrestling elements. Like that, that's that's what I heard was there was a lot of pro wrestling, like uh, as opposed yeah, to. Yeah, I've heard that's true in just all of Bellator. But hey, you know what? You can't compete with the UFC. Why not make yourself stand out by doing something yeah, a little yeah. different, right? Give yourself something unique. Yeah. Holy shit. I mean, I'm watching pro- a GIF of Bobby Lashley winning and the dude is bloodied up. Yep. It's like Lashley's punching his head off. And there, there, is a, there is an audience for that type of MMA. I mean, Pride was really successful for a long time in Japan and they had a combination of MMA-style matches 
that were both worked in real. So, and you know, there is an audience for it. And if you're going to try to carve out a niche in, in the American market, why not set yourself apart? You know, just, they're not going to compete with Dana White. That's just not going to happen. No. So, it's the, I mean, it's the same criticism we, you know, we've had for years about Impact. is like, tr- stop trying to be WWE Lite. Sadly enough, here we are at the end of their, their tenure with Spike, and they're actually doing that. They, they finally, the light bulb went off for whatever combination of reasons, budgetary, you know, probably being the biggest aspect of it. But who, who cares? Like, the show is way more watchable and way less confusing than, like, a Russo era or the Hogan-Bischoff era. It just felt like a rehash. Uh, I don't know. I, oh. I mean, I, I, I'm kind of more interested in watching Bellator from the fallout because of all the complaining as well as the praise. Yeah. Because I've heard positives about it. Like, some people, like, I think Tito Ortiz was, like, a masked wrestler gimmick or some shit, apparently, on it. And people are up in arms about that. Again, the purist. And it's like, well, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not a fucking purist, dude. You know, give me yeah. give me my brawl for all, damn it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, before we go to break, did anybody at all watch SmackDown? Yeah, I, I was I had like two thirds of the way through it. I have it on pause right now. That's well, what that sound was earlier. It, it started itself again. What, was there anything worth talking about? One yes, thing that I, Triple I H's Teddy Long impression. Yeah, well, I don't know if it was really racist. He, he, didn't he just say holla? He said, holler, and we're going to have a tag team match player. Which Jeez. is basically Teddy Long's gimmick. Yeah, he was possessed by this ghost of Teddy Long. There you go. I, th- I, I laughed, I won't lie. I laughed. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Because everyone's thinking it. And I, 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 you know, Teddy, Teddy Long was obviously well in on that joke for years. So I, I doubt he took any offense to it. He probably loved it too. I would hope. I think he corpsed a few times announcing tag team matches. I probably did once in a while, you know. You know, See? tag team match one on one with the uh, Undertaker player. <laughs> we are gonna ha- we are gonna have ourselves a tag team match. <laughs> or if there's already four people in the ring, we are gonna have ourselves a six man tag team match. <laughs> Yeah, that that was like the predictability of SmackDown back in the day. It was definitely Teddy Long and the tag team match play a holla. Well, as well as draw. Well, yeah. The, the WWE does has been doing this for so long. It's like oh yeah, whoever's in the in the ring opening segment, they're having a match in the main event or at the top of the hour or hours. Maven fan wants to pay Joe to stop talking. <laughs> okay. The what now? She wants to pay Joe to... She's like, can I pay Joe to stop talking? She'll get me to stop talking for four minutes because it's... Uh, I think we're going to go to break now, which Mark selected a song this week for us. Yes, I did. Just let me scroll up. <laughs> uh, it, wait, I remember this anyway. It's called Shallow Naivete, or have you pronounced that word? Fuck knows. By Prince Whatever River. There's an extra er at the end. <laughs> All right. This just is a, this is going to be another it. one of those things I can't find on our Amazon store, right? Yeah, but there's going to be a free download. I'll find it somewhere. All right, here we go. <laughs> here we are, 
Prince whatever, shallow na- naivety on board wrestling fan radio. Uh, we're all back. At least I am. I don't know yep. about anybody else. I'm here. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, oh, wait, baby G got back. To, uh, G, G was supposed to say yep before I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to look that up on uh, on Amazon, and as soon as I clicked over to another window, it like muted it. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? So I had to like stay on the actual YouTube window. <laughs> uh, well. uh, they sound kind of odd. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, the Iron Sheik tweeted this week. Hey, there was a lot of tweets this week. Uh, let's see here. Oh, let's see. The Monday, Bubba. The Kate Upton body looked like the Bam Bam Bigelow. <laughs> 
Top Gun better movie than the fucking Jabroni the Notebook. <laughs> Fuck the iCloud. I didn't realize Sheik's nudes were leaked. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Johnson eat a lot of hot dogs, but I respect him in the Dallas Cowboys, but not that, that fucking Jabroni Tony Romo. Tuesday. If Iron Cheek popped a Molly, he wouldn't. It wouldn't even wait. If Iron Cheek popped a Molly, wouldn't even tickle the legend, Bubba. <laughs> Michael Sam to the Cowboys. I hope he fucked the Tony Romo in the ma- in the ass. Make him humble, old country way. <laughs> what game better, Sims Four or beat the fuck out of the Justin Bieber till he looked like six dead dogs four. <laughs> Fuck the cross CrossFit. Wednesday. Knock, knock. Go fuck yourself. Wes Welker, Wes Welker, you fucked up big time in the Tom Brady Iron Sheet class. Break your back, make you humble. Hashtag I love black women because they respect the fucking legend. <laughs> Thursday. I'll patiently wait till someone finishes opening up their, their snack. <laughs> Hello Vanilla Ice Have you ever had the sex with the black girl At least tell the legend of Vanilla Ice You ever fuck the chocolate milkshake <laughs> Hello Ron Howard When the last time you have sex like the Fonzie Hello Jim Cameron You know I beat the fuck out of the world Real in real in the real man or jabroni in the raisin dick low life no good piece of shit you tell me so I know you are the real or the jabroni. Betty White she ne- <laughs> Betty White Betty White never dies she my lady she my lady she still I never have se- the sex with her. <laughs> Dancing with the stars new name Dancing with the no good jabroni raising balls low life piece of shits go fuck yourselves. Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers, I love you forever. Friday. Xbox and the weed, respect the legend. Ron Washington smoked the koosh 10,000%. Saturday. Follow me on the Instagram, or, or you are worse than the Osama bin Laden. And today. Cold beer and ready bubba today. Hashtag NFL Sunday. And add that, folks. Good night. Go fuck yourself. Oh <laughs> yeah, go. The uh, Betty White tweets. Uh, the 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 website Empire News, which is about as reliable as kayfabe news, <laughs> just not as funny. Uh, posted an article saying that Betty White had died, which uh, apparently a lot of people fell for, because that's how these fucking idiots get their goddamn ratings. That's what we should do, man. We should start making fucking fake headlines that wrestlers died and I'm- shit. I've wanted to do that for a while, just fake bullshit stories. We should do that just to fucking get clicks on our goddamn website, because that's what Empire News does and gets their fucking money for, you know, preying on the emotions of people who are fans of these uh, talented people that entertain us, such as Betty White. That's why I never believe a death story. It took me a few days to believe that Joan Rivers was gone. Yeah, I, uh, well, I caught it on CNN, so it's like, oh, well, CNN's reporting it, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, let's see here. Shoutouts, of course, to CheapHeat.com and AngryMarks.com. Shoutout to Alice at RWRPodcast.com. She's back home now. She's recovering. Hope she gets better soon. Of course, our boys at Booker T's. 
BookerTees.com. Get their t-shirts. Tell them you want the Brack Lesnar t-shirt so that they'll start producing it. Damn it. And uh, speaking of Booker T and advertising, we have this. As soon as it decides it wants to load. Booker, help! My dad's going crazy! Crazy? Booker, one of our largest suppliers is closing their doors forever, and we purchased all of their inventory for total liquidation. Total liquidation? We're coming for you, nigga! Run it! 500 bedroom sets, 600 dining room sets, 500 home wires, 700 bunk beds, 1,000 living room sets. Total liquidation? Oh! We're coming for you, nigga! Let him have it! 50, 60, 70% off! Total liquidation! Oh! We're coming for you, nigga! Let him have it! <laughs> <laughs> that was an actual, legit commercial, <laughs> aside from the, uh, <laughs> aside from the obvious overdub from that uh, Clash of Champions. <laughs> the overdub? Was that the part where they were talking about mattresses, or? Yes. Okay. Yeah, the mattress was still good. <laughs> I saw this on TV last night. I don't know. Whatever. It's legit, man. I would not lie to you. Apparently, this is something, too, so everybody be quiet again. Any second now. Oh, not not as good as the last one. You should have rearranged that. You should have played that one first. And the, I didn't watch the them first, man. <laughs> like I said, Hold I just I. I literally just got in here five minutes before the show. Uh, okay, now the actual news. <laughs> talk, talk. That was news too. What, uh, Maven what, what is this? Maven fan wants a Joe Cena sucks T-shirt. Booker T's get on that. <laughs> The latest on Lucha Underground for the El Rey Network, Blue Demon Jr., Sexy Star, Drago, Phoenix, and Pentagon Jr. were announced for the series, and Ricky Rise and B-Boy have signed on for the project. Nick and Matt Jackson, the Young Bucks, were offered deals but turned them down. Uh, the following towns reportedly offered deals but have not signed as of this writing. That includes Conan, John Morrison, Marty Jannetty, Sean Hernandez, uh, Chavo Guerrero, Ricochet, Aguila, Scorpio Sky, S.A. Rios, Rocky Romero, and Matt Cross. Joey Ryan and Candice Larie have opted out. Mad Mountain Rock was offered a deal and turned it down. Frankie Kazarian was offered a deal and turned it down. Both Mike and Matt Seidel, Matt, of course, you know, as Evan Bourne, turned it down. Vampiro took a deal to be a commentator, and Matt Stryker signed on with Lucha Underground. There's a little bit of uh, truly in this particular list, because obviously Conan has signed on. Surreal has nothing to do with the project. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize that he edited the document. He edited a few few edits ago too. So (laughs) he got his. He got his. He got his grubby hands in on that. And man, Mountain Rock obviously is not involved. Yeah, (laughs) or nor offered a contract. I'm I'm sure. (laughs) Maven fan says CMLL is better than AAA. All right, so I've gone back to a pre-Chris Cooley edition of our document so if I miss anything somebody will have to point it out to me uh, Alberto Del Rio says AAA is a done deal in the plane right now on my way to my hashtag Mexico to close the deal with my new Casa Lucha Libre AAA and his start date for AAA has been announced as September 14th 
And, of course, he's able to do this because he had his non-compete clause thrown out, which is how he's able to work for AAA in Mexico without encumbrance. His uh, his lawyer kind of took care of that for him. That's right. Fuck America. <laughs> good, good on ADR and his law team for getting that, free, you know, worked out. You know, if you're going to fire a guy for one of your employees being racist, can't prevent him from making, you know, a living. That's bullshit. So I, I, I think... As I, you know, entitled that little uh, bullet for you, Das Bullet, justice prevails. Yes, sir. I, I can also give you a, a little breaking news about AAA's which uh, underground uh, TV taping here. They filmed uh, last night, apparently. So these are the people that must be under some kind of uh, contract situation of some kind. It's Martin Casas uh, of Tough Enough. He was uh, Magnificent Martin, if you remember that guy. Matt Cross must have signed something. He was working under a mask as the Lord of Havoc. That means he is, I guess, stealing Jessica Havoc's gimmick. Uh, sexy star, the female. Uh, so it's a woman on Man Match. Nice. Sexy. Uh, Ricochet is definitely on board. Uh, John Hennigan was there wrestling him, so he's on board. Ezekiel Jackson is there with Ricky Reyes. Um, so they're obviously on board. Blue Demon Jr. wrestled Chavo Guerrero Jr. So they're obviously together. And Matt Stryker and Vampiro are your announcers. So we can confirm all of that from people who are actually at the taping. Okay. So there's something in the works. Something going on. Competition okay. is good for all. Maven fans chiming in here. She's saying ADR is the second greatest American ever. Noise is number one. Noise right now is the Lex Express. <laughs> You're a bust, dude. Tajiri and the Great Muda versus James Storm and Sonata is a possibility for TNA's Bound for Glory in Japan. Uh, TNA is taping Impact Sunday in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and for four days in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania later this month, which should give them enough episodes of Impact to last through the rest of the year. After TNA's various tapings this month and Bound for Glory in Japan, there are no live events scheduled until the UK <laughs> tour next January. I'm reading the co- the coolly edited version. Yeah. Bound Back for Glory, glory. Hole. <laughs> no tapings or house shows scheduled. <laughs> See, this is why I gotta go back behind before the Chris Cooley versions, because then I can win. <laughs> Damn it. Ah. Uh. Lashley's future as the TNA World Champion is in question. Apparently, they're concerned if Lashley loses any of his MMA fights, like Friday's Bellator 1-2-3 bout. Uh, while, the cha- while he's the champ, it could reflect badly on them. He's not currently booked or advertised for Bound for Glory in Japan. Uh, currently, currently. Right. Jeff Hardy. Who knows, man? Who knows? Jeff Hardy. Oh, sub- you dropped the ball, buddy. There's another Bound for Glory reference, and you missed all the other ones. Well, that's cool more... One. Yeah. Some lazy Australian trolling going on. <laughs> Jeff Hardy has been cleared to go to Japan for Bound for Glory. There was some concern he wouldn't be allowed in the country due to his previous legal problems, but apparently that's all been cleared up. Yeah, so fuck you, WWE. Fucking racist. Fuck you, England, because he never gets in here. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, we, will, we won't let him in, but you guys will. That's awesome. <laughs> no, we won't. Oh, Japan that's great, but Japan Canada is... We won't, but Japan will. Yeah, I thought you were Japanese, Mark. <laughs> no, I only wish I was. Oh, my bad. 
I'm American, apparently. I'm the You're a boss. He's, he's an American boss. No, no, no. He, I, I, I read that wrong. It says it is in the Lex Express. Oh, he's in oh. the Lex. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Bully Ray may be at the next Impact tapings, and he and Devon may still go into the TNA Hall of Fame together. Uh, even though he didn't renew his contract and gave his notice to the company, they're bringing him in on a per appearance deal to compete to complete the tag team series that he's already a part of. That would be nice. I hope they uh, can at least do that. It's going to be really weird when that tournament just gets stopped dead in the water. Otherwise, or it's just like Devon out there about on his by his sorry by himself. Uh, that would be strange. I oh, they, they use can... a cardboard cutout. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they can like use EC3 properly in this and have Bully go out properly at least by having EC3 get him kicked out. Yeah. Because that's that's his only demand right now is for Bully Ray to be gone, and you can book it easy. Just have Kurt Angle say he can't fire him now because he's in the tournament. But after that, then they can have a match. Yeah. TNA talent relations have told the wrestlers essentially, "Don't worry, be happy because they'll be on TV in 2015 and have nothing to be concerned about." Uh, I don't know, man. Okay. But, you know, the TV there is talking about will be joining the like of China and Gangrel on the porn circuit, starring in such classics as Bound for Corey Hole, Hard Justice, Cockdown, and Destination Sex. <laughs> TNA quietly let Bobby McFerrin's contract expire with no plans to renew. Yeah, that one's, in, that one's still in my list. <laughs> that's my line. Yeah, that's, that's okay. JT read it perfectly. <laughs> Their pay-per-view names already sound like porn titles. <laughs> Bound yes. for Glory, Hardcore Justice. Uh, Hard Justice. Justice prevails. Fuck you, America. Literally. A, a Twitter account leaked a photo of CM Punk and AJ Lee's wedding. Of course, Punk got upset. Tweet that pic and I block you. Simple. And I block you because I can't punch you in your disrespectful fucking face, pigs. I love how he was posing for a photo. Yeah. When I first read that, I had no idea it was about his wedding picture, so I thought he was talking about the fappening. Yeah, if, you don't, if you don't want photos going on the internet, you should probably not pose for them. And secondly, you should have a privately hired photographer who can be accountable by contract to not leaking the photos. Mm-hmm. Just, just saying. If, if, if I don't honestly feel bad for him at all because he didn't use his fucking head or he's just trying to work people to get his name back in the press because see him who? Well, oh, well. I think he's going to be on The Walking Dead. As it's I, was gonna mean, say, I was going to say, Walking Dead's coming back next in, a, in about a month, so he'll make an appearance. I want to see him put a spiked knee guard on and just GTS a zombie and knock its head off. Actually, I would like to see that too. I won't lie to you. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, while we're on the subject, WWE got a 22-page notice from CM Punk's attorneys regarding both royalties and the use of his likeness in WWE 2K15. Since 2K had him in the game well before he quit WWE, it was too late in development to take him out when they uh, when he did. Either way, it's not known if the 22-page missive was a legal warning or simply a complaint, but it does seem like WWE finally stopped paying him royalties in response to having left. Now, I want to talk about this for a second because I did see somebody on Facebook post 
oh, well, I have even less respect now for CM Punk than I did before. And then there's this whole trail of sheep just on there, you know, supporting this guy. Like, yeah, CM Punk's a quitter, blah, blah, blah. And he's a loser for suing. And I, I kind of said, you know, basically what you people are saying is if you quit a job and your former employer continued to use your likeness without paying you, you'd be fine with that. Oh, he has every right to sue if he's not getting his his likeness fees for this video game. And it's only like $5,000. Like, as we found out a little while ago, it's not a lot of money for the game, right? So No, but the fact remains that his likeness is being used, and he no longer works there. So he yeah, should no, be I, compensated. I totally agree with you, though. I, I, he should still be paid if he's in the game. It's Like I said, it's only $5,000. question I have is, and I agree, again, I agree with you 100%. What other royalties are in question that are in the document? We don't know. What is on his contract specifically? We don't know. And how that and the most interesting element here is how does does this pertain to the WWE network? Because that's still apparently very ambiguous to the workers themselves from what's been reported, right? So in some ways, as much as I'm slagging on the guy in the last one about the picture, this actually could be really good for the people that decided to stay at work. Um, if Punk wants to be done, Punk wants to be done. I'll see you on the Talking Dead, buddy. That's fine. Or as Mark pointed out, GTSing a zombie on the show, which would be awesome. No. So cool. Be so but cool. but, but if, if this might set a precedent so that the WWE has to like, get off their ass and finally like f- figure out how they're going to pay their guys. You know? Yeah. And there, there's probably a ton of, of older talent um, hint, hint, Kamala, hint, hint, and other wrestlers that are appearing on the network and the WCW shows that you're watching, are they getting paid for their royalties? Because that's a television appearance. In syndication, you're supposed to get, even if it's chump change, people get paid. So, I, this this could be this could be a pretty important little uh, I don't know, case here going on. Not to get all boring with legal talk as I tend to with you guys, but it's a bigger picture to this story, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've talked about some of these in the past that have come into fruition and some that haven't. I hope this one does because, I, I, again, I'm interested in how the network develops uh, because I, I, it's, it's the future of communications to, you know, and, and how information will be more or less disseminated over probably the next two decades. I, this, the Simpsons marathon essentially took over, uh, what is this, SFX or but not SFX? FXX. FXX. Right, right. Okay. I, we got a we got a watered down version of that channel in, in Calgary. Um, some of the content, not all of it, unfortunately. It turns out that used to be the Fox Soccer Network. Huh. Hand egg. Okay. Yeah. No soccer. It was no soccer. soccer. That that's that's the that's the fake football they play in England. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I, I got a quick. Hey, real football starting today, damn it. Well, it started Thursday, but yeah, <laughs> that's right. Well, I, I'm amazed. First of all, Joe, I'm amazed. It's been 90 minutes in the season, and you have you haven't complained about bad calls. Um, the Niners game doesn't start for another hour and five minutes. <laughs> but still, you don't need an Irish game on to complain about bad calls. You guys are always complaining about bad calls. Um, Mark, I I, always, I have to ask: Do you have do, is I've always wondered about this for years since the episode aired. Do you legit have an uh, an upper Uncton where it's the 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 half the half the the village is in darkness all day, twenty four seven. What? 
<laughs> I know what? exactly what he's talking about. <laughs> go, go, go! Look at the Married with Children. Goes. Married, Married with Children did a three part where they All go to right. England, and what, the reason was was because one of it's either Upper Uncton or Lower Uncton. I'm sorry, I'm brain farting. One of them had a curse put on it because. Be- and was in darkness all the time because and we could only be lifted because of the of the last male bundies were killed and that's why the bundies <laughs> in England. Oh, I haven't seen that episode in so long. Uh, that's I've- totally true. I have a whole section of my house dedicated to hunting those bastards down. <laughs> D- don't don't do anything that bad to Kelly though. <laughs> I know it's supposed to be the males. Just make sure she's in- not in the way because. <laughs> Yum, Family yum, yum. go bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama, daddy. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, William Regal missed SummerSlam due to health concerns, but improved enough to be able to go to PWG Bola and scout talent last week. I don't know what the fuck that stands for. So I, don't... I think that's a battle of Los Angeles. Angeles. Ah, okay. And apparently, it was actually a really good show. Um, PWG. Pro Wrestling Gorilla, YouTube these guys, man. Check them out. There's some good matches. You might even want to buy a DVD and support them. They, uh, they're they're basically that that cool alternative band that only about 500 people in your town know about, and you don't want anyone else to know about in wrestling. They're really good. A lot of a lot of good talent goes and wrestles there. Um, guys that you enjoy, and and you know the indie scene. Plenty of John them. John Cena wrestles there. Oh yeah, AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, Joey Joey Ryan's been in there for a number of events. There's a lot of a lot of guys that you enjoy in the Ring of Honor, and they put on just very unique matches, not without being too gimmicky. I've gone the rabbit hole down the rabbit hole a couple times on YouTube watching that stuff. It's good. <laughs> Ric Flair will appear at NXT Takeover Two next Thursday to officially welcome Kenta to the WWE. Sweet. Yes, he's uh, he's making his debut, from what I understand, according to the ads. I hope, uh, yeah, I hope they actually give him a, a match. I I don't know um, much more than that. Have you ever heard anything else? No, I I haven't honestly. I just saw the ad saying he was debuting on uh, NXT Takeover. I hope he pulls G- out the GTS. G G. <laughs> yep. Maven Maven fan wants to know what a DVD is. Oh, it's it's a cookie. It's made by little elves. Oh, that, that, that reminds me. I was I was flipping through something over here, and I wanted to wanted to read something on the air here because I thought it was I thought it was interesting. The compact disc digital audio system offers the best possible sound reproduction on a small, convenient disc. Its remarkable performance is the result of a unique combination of digital storage and laser optics. For best results, you should pl- apply the same care in storing and handling uh, the compact disc as you would with conventional records. No cleaning is necessary if the compact disc is always held by its edges and is replaced in its case directly after playing. If the compact disc becomes soiled by fingerprints, dust, or dirt, it can be wiped, always in a straight line from center to edge, with a clean and lint-free soft dry cloth. Never use a solvent or abrasive cleaner to clean the disc. If you follow these suggestions, the compact disc will provide a lifetime of listening enjoyment. That's from the uh, liner notes of Faith No More, (laughs) the real thing. (laughs) <laughs> oh shit! I never had that one on disc. I was a tape <laughs> tape set for me. 
I just picked it up the other day, actually, and I haven't even taken it out of the case yet, but I just happened to be flipping through. It's like, ah, that's an interesting thing to read on the air. <laughs> the album came out in 1989. Uh, well, it is it. Yes, it's it. What is it? <laughs> it's it. What is it? You want it all, but you can't have it, JT. Well, it's in your face, but you can't grab it. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> we got we got to make that a break song one of these weeks. Yes, we do. Uh, there are some people who have concluded that WWE is sending Zack Ryder a message on Raw by having Rusev squash him quickly because Ryder has been complaining a lot on Twitter lately, and when JTG was complaining a lot on Twitter during his WWE tenure, they had Ryback destroy him in a quick squash on Raw, too. JTG, you were complaining on Twitter? I haven't complained on Twitter in a long time. I don't even use my Twitter account anymore. Why do I still have my Twitter account? Oh, you're 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 still on you're still on Twitter. Let's see what the last thing we got here. It's uh, it's gotta have been two months ago since I tw- tweeted anything. T- Twitter sent me an email saying I'm not tweeting enough. I say duck you, buddy. <laughs> uh, you were complaining. <laughs> uh, hashtag cancel Nancy Grace. I don't know, man. I think the WWE's uh, sending the wrong message out. <laughs> The, I could Although be, this this is a good run from February twenty third. Canadians are better than smelly Americans. Deal with it, butter. <laughs> Continue. The I could be home watching Nitro for nine ninety nine sign was enough to get the fan holding and ejected from the Wells Fargo Arena Monday night by WWE security, along with another fan who had his signs confiscated twice. He went on a rant on Reddit about it where he essentially noted he was drunk and high at the time. He also threw a sign at the security the second time he was asked not to use it. Witnesses posted photos on Reddit of him. He subsequently deleted his account after he was outed as an intoxicated jackass. G saw it himself on Reddit and says it was glorious. It was awesome. He, he kept backpedaling on his story and then like changing things around. and Yeah. We've all seen this, this guy. Maybe it's the same guy at wrestling events in the past. I've number of occasions seen these types of idiots, and then they wonder why they got kicked out. It's like, well, you're you're standing on top of the uh, the hockey boards, you know, wearing nothing but fucking underwear, screaming and <laughs> pouring beer on yourself, and, and and this is a live raw taping. Yeah, I'm yet to see that happen, but I would enjoy it. I, I I did. Can That's say, actually happened. Yep, I was there, man. I was seat filling that one. Um, unfortunately, I had to sit in the same aisle as him and his buddies, who are all dressed up as various uh, wrestlers from the '80s, which wasn't a bad thing. But this guy decided at some point to to no longer be. I think he was. I don't know who he's supposed to be. His underwear man. <laughs> um, and he, he kept he kept coming by to go get more beers with his friends like every five minutes it seemed like and then um, yeah I, I didn't really like his junk being in my face like in his you know sweaty fucking ginch <laughs> lack of a better way to put it and then later on he went down to the front for some reason or another got up on top of the uh, the hockey boards and started cheering I don't remember who was coming out and then he was gone I'm, I don't know. Maybe we filled his seats. I, who knows? After that, <laughs> probably. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say he got good seats for the rest of the show. 
I got to sit in the penalty box at one point for a couple of matches. That was pretty sweet. Cool. <laughs> but that's what you get for high checking. Or... Yes. <laughs> that that, oh, I that was proud. I made an actual correct hockey reference. <laughs> yes, you did. Uh, no, that's just, the, he, the other guy got a, you know, I guess a team misconduct and ejected from the game. <laughs> Uh, WWE will officially be signing Willie Mack, uh, who will soon be reporting to NXT in Florida. Mack, who has been on WWE's radar for months, had an official farewell and tribute over the weekend at Pro Wrestling Guerrilla event in Rosetta, California. That's right. PWG, folks, check him out. You're going to see this guy on NXT soon. He's pretty good. All right. Regarding Brock Lesnar going forward, in the past, Lesnar's dates and angles were all well-known in advance and planned accordingly. Right now, as champion, however, the situation is different. There is a deal in place as far as money goes, but the agreement is WWE can book him as champion for Mondays and pay-per-views based on when they feel they want him. Essentially, he can work every pay-per-view until Mania if that's what they want and agree to pay whatever the price is, or they can use him only on a few shows between now and Mania. There is an agreement in place that allows them to increase dates on a pro-rate basis. I do hope they keep him sparingly. Oh, absolutely. It's great because he's an attraction now. Absolutely. And I hope Meltzer's right about this. The guy usually is, so I'm going to take his word for it. And that answers one of the, the you know, the, the questions we've all had is like how, how this was disaffected and all that. And this is, okay, you're the champ. We need you a little more often. That's fine. But I, I'm 100% in agreement with both of you guys. I don't want to see him every week either. I like the special attraction gimmick quite a bit. But I also like the fact that, yeah, if they really want him on every pay-per-view just to defend the title and play off of that, and, uh, you know, but once a month is fine by me too. Yeah, absolutely. I, that's the Hogan deal. Yeah. We've talked about that in the past. That's right. So the most important part about this news story is it's hopefully if Mr. Meltzer's correct. Now you know. The more you know. Yeah. Uh, as, of, a little. as of Friday, Jake Roberts has been moved out of intensive care. I hear he's doing a little bit better. Definitely wish the snake man gets better and Sorry, quick. You, you missed his story there. Yeah, that was because I did add a little bit. Um, it's not it's good like, news. Like I said, if I miss something, you guys got to jump in and tell me because I, I don't have, I am before Cooley's revision. Correspondent JT, what do you got for us? Uh, wait, are we, okay, are, as of, wait, okay. Yeah, the big show story. Okay, as of right now, and plans do and often will change, Big Show is the next contender for Brock Lesnar's title after John Cena. And G? Yes. This again. It must be the fall. Yeah. Well, the, the ascension will rise. Hey, speaking you of... Always, you guys always seem to know when I'm, like, looking at stuff online. You always call my name when I'm, like, looking at stuff. I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, well, speaking of the fall, uh, Sci-Fi has rebooted their fall schedule. Haven will air Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern instead of the originally planned 10 p.m. time slot. At 9 and 10 p.m. Thursdays, episodes of the series Spartacus, Gods of the Arena, will air. SmackDown will air Fridays at 8 p.m., followed by episodes of Z Nation. I don't even know what to tell you, guys. It's either it's not moving or it's not moving until all six episodes. Isn't it Spartacus, Gods of the Arena, like syndicated rerun, six-episode series or some shit? I have no idea, man. 
I Wikipedia it just out of curiosity because maybe, maybe I want to watch it, right? I mean, I, I like mythology shows sometimes. Me too. But uh, I couldn't find a lot of information other than it sounds like it was a 2011 show. Um, so it might be good. Lucy Lawless is in it. Um, so it was, As I don't. Zena? Yeah, see, I like Xena back in the day. That was a good show. Um, I don't like the first couple of seasons of Hercules or Xena, but I liked the later seasons a lot when it got kind of funny. And he had Bruce Campbell on it all the time. That made it a lot better. But Bruce, let's be honest, Bruce Campbell makes everything better. Bruce Campbell is just amazing. Yeah, they're, they're apparently doing some sort of a reboot for The Evil Dead as well. Um, he was making some mentions of that in the Comic-Con rounds over the summer. So there's something I'll look forward to, any of you Evil Dead Army of Darkness fans. I know I am. Well, they already made, remade the, the first one. Oh, this is be separate from, from that. It'll be with Bruce Campbell and, and Sam Raimi reunited. So, because uh, like I, I know, and I know Bruce Campbell had a part. He wasn't in the movie, but I know he he was like executive producer of the the last movie or something. He had he had his name on the last movie. Yeah, yeah. I can't tell you much more than a little bit of you know it's just rumor stuff. They they're kind of alluding to it and saying there was something in the works, and that's all I know. But I'm looking forward to that because fuck man. Armory of Darkness is awesome. Oh, anybody who has a chainsaw for a hand is by default cool. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if they earn that hand by chainsawing their own hand off. Hey, man. Good. Bad. He's the guy with the gun. Former... You guys need to c catch up on your quotes. Fuck. <laughs> Former... Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> Oh, uh, Z Nation. Um, I don't know where Mark and Joe stand on this, but I do know someone else who likes the zombie shows. Uh, that's what it is. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the zombie shows. I think it's just overdone at this point. Never. Never for me. The more <laughs> the merrier. I got my DVR already set for that. Hey, speaking of zombies, former <laughs> ROH owner Carrie Silken blasts Ric Flair on Twitter for launching a Kickstarter. Ooh, let's have an at Flair at Ric Flair Nature Boy Kickstarter project so he can pay back everyone he fucked at High Spots, at Ring of Honor, at Colt Cabana. Also, I was fucked by at Ric Flair Nature Boy for 40k, and it's less than others. If you have any balls, retweet retweet this at Scrap Daddy AP at King Carino at High Spots. <laughs> oh, cool, he added a video here. I don't know what the hell it is. I don't know. Hey, I don't want to know. Ric Flair tried flogging off scratch lottery tickets. It is legit. Yeah, it's it's a commercial oh. for for North Carolina uh, educational lottery. It means I have to go back to Cooley's version. Uh, when I first read that, I thought he was blasting him because Ric Flair has money. It's not like he needs to launch a quick Kickstarter. No, Ric Flair owes a shit ton of people money, including Carrie Silkett, apparently. Uh, something about uh, missed dates for ROH. He was supposed to do some ROH stuff in New York and just no-showed. Like, got paid up front and just didn't come. <laughs> AJ Styles talks about New Japan Pro Wrestling. At this point, I would be more than happy at some point in my career to just retire from New Japan... Uh, the respect they have shown me, and I'm not talking about being the heavyweight champion, I'm talking about just overall treating me with respect and treating me like a star and trusting me to have great matches with guys I've never been in the ring with. That means a lot to me. I hope they see that this guy is going to help us in the long run. He's a team player, and I'd be more 
to I I'd be more to when my time comes to retire to retire from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah, th- this is a guy who left his last company because they weren't paying him enough. He's totally a team player. <laughs> well, they were trying to give him a huge pay cut, and he was their top star. Yeah, I can still I can understand why he left. I'm just I don't think anyone who does something like that should be called a team player. I don't. I think maybe he took it more of a sign of disrespect, and, and he's talking now about how you know New Japan shows him the respect he wanted. Yeah. Do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Team 3D. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. <laughs> Gary Springer. I, I hear you, Mark. I do. I hear you. I know where you're coming from. I get where he's coming from. It's just I, you know, I can understand where AJ Styles is coming from too. Yeah. Jerry Springer will be on Raw tomorrow night in a publicity stunt to try an intervention between the Bella sisters. Now, don't get me wrong. I actually like Jerry Springer, but this is like the old saying about throwing money down a hole. You're trying to fix an angle that's already beyond saving. Somebody slapped themselves. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> For all of WWE... slap in the forehead. For all of WWE's ties to Jerry Springer, here's one you might not know about. Justin Roberts has been on the Jerry Springer show. <laughs> He's also been on Monday Nitro, too. Yes, he has. That he guy's was all over, over the place, man. He's yes, taking he over. He was everywhere. Good old JR. Well, <laughs> we, we talked to Yeah. <laughs> right. We talked about this briefly. Uh, it should come as no surprise that given the Dallas Cowboys are imminently about to sign Michael Sam, WWE took down Stephanie's invitation to him to appear on Raw, along with all links to said invitation. In fact, not only did they pull all of that, they removed every single mention of Michael Sam, unless you watched Raw on Monday. And uh, Steve J says, I honestly hope you didn't. It was one of the most wretched editions of Raw in ages. You never know he'd been invited at all. Of course, WWE.com now has a mention of Michael Sam again. Congratulations to Michael Sam on signing with the Dallas Cowboys. WWE will extend its invitation for Michael Sam to appear on any future Monday Night Raw he wishes. We offer our support for Michael as he continues his journey. While continuing to support their own gay superstar and his journey into obscurity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was retweeting like people's tweets to I him about that. Michael's. <laughs> I didn't see any of the tweets themselves, but I heard that story. Yeah, he was retweeting some of those. Uh, w- I, I heard about that. I was busy watching Vince Russo and Mark Madden have like a meltdown during Raw. It was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, in fact, Vince Russo's uh, thing that I wanted to talk about is not in here, and I'll, I'll get that in a minute. But uh, we'll we'll get these uh, last couple of news items that are on here out of the way, uh, which is WWE is now selling WWE Network T-shirts promoting the nine ninety nine a month price. And if you want a cheap T-shirt, get one because they're also nine ninety nine. At least they got Anyone that Anyone right. who buys one of those, I have no respect for. I, no. You could just buy a white t-shirt and get a black jiffy marker. <laughs> Plus, who gets the royalties from this? <laughs> Proceeds go to supporting the network in its time of need. Uh, Rick Flair. <laughs> oh, there's a whole line of WWE Network equipment on the on the on the link. Yeah, I was looking at some of that, but none of it's nine ninety nine except for the nine ninety nine T-shirt. You can get a polo. You can get a shirt that on the other side. It's way over the top. Yeah. <laughs> Did they hire Booker T's or something? <laughs> to Maybe do the shirts. My favorite thing is still that you can. 
by some on the network, but only like one month or so, so they still have to pay for the rest. <laughs> uh, WWE's first Scooby-Doo movie was a big enough hit that they already want to make another one, and they hope to release it in 2016. Right, bro. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how many guys will be like released that'll be in the cartoon by the time it comes out. Yeah, right. Oh, hey, that's another thing that they have to pay Punk for, too. That uh, The Flintstones one, yeah. Yeah. He was CM Punk Rock. I, I've got it. it. It's it's Adam Rose. It joins the gang, and the bunny is the bad guy. And he gets on Master Zack Ryder at the end. <laughs> it was Zack Ryder all along. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, this is, uh, this, this is something that really resonated with me, and I really agree with this, which is rare because I rarely agree with uh, Mr. Vince Russo uh, but this is what he had to say oh the letter uh, well no this is this is prior to the letter <coughs> I do have the letter also pulled up but this is prior to the letter it's difficult for me to criticize people but I do it in a nice way Nikki Bella is not a good actress now you have to understand these people are wrestlers acting isn't their forte you're asking them to be good wrestlers and good actors some people are just good wrestlers and not good actors. Those are the people you have to work with more. When they first started those backstage segments tonight, my first thought is, good, they're protecting Nikki Bella. They know she's not a good actress. They're putting her in a pre-taped situation where, if it's bad, they can shut it down and do it over again. Then what do they do? They put her out there in the ring in front of the people on a live show where there is no net, no protection, and she's not a good actress. Something that, like that makes absolutely no sense. Look at the time spent on that in-ring segment, and at the end of the segment, all we got was a shove. If the idea of that segment was for Stephanie McMahon to give Nikki Bella a Divas title shot, well then, when she's in the back with Triple H, call Nikki into the office to do your business back there in 30 seconds. It doesn't warrant a 12-minute in-ring segment where nothing happened and you made your Divas champion, Paige, the most valuable, pers valuable, valuable person in that ring, a supporting actress in the background. There was no point to that. At the end of the day, it was a waste of time. Now, I agree with every word Vince Russo says in that statement. I don't know about you guys, but I do. Because that's the point of a pre-tape. If you know somebody's a bad actress, as Nikki Bella certainly is, why are you going to waste all that time on that segment and you give her a title shot when AJ Lee should be the number one contender, obviously, because she just lost the title throw everything out of whack and then you've got the storyline with the Bellas that's going nowhere because now Nick, uh, Brie Bella's not even involved <laughs> other than she shoved Nikki but uh, uh, what's the line <laughs> but I never but told I never anyone told yeah. anyone <laughs> exactly and she she watched her uh, her sister Brie eat their third sister in the womb yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I made a good animated show. I, I agree with you. I saw it, and I just never got back to you because I was, like, half out of it. <laughs> and you'll, you'll have to go to the website, folks, to see it. Yes. I, I went through, um, I think, 180-plus memes on, I, I don't know, Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, it was, like, Wednesday. These were already up. It was, like, 180-plus memes already kicking, and I just took the best five, and I put them together <laughs> in a really perfect way I think but just because the last one sums it all up ha 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 I ruined Raw but I never told anyone because you just saw it yourself <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm scared I'm not going to really read scared. 
I'm not going to read the whole Vince Russo letter to Vince, Stephanie, and Hunter. But basically, what he wants to know is what happened to the mantra of we're going to do better than last week. Well, they've reversed it. They're now aiming to do worse than the previous week. Well, they're succeeding in that if that's what they're trying to do because, like, I literally don't remember anything on Raw. Like, I'm reading this re- this this uh, recap of what happened on Raw, and it's like, wait a minute. I don't remember this. <laughs> you no. know? I don't I remember. I'm absolutely terrified that you can buy a life-size AJ cutout <laughs> made of, that stands up. But, of course, no one stands it up. They just cuddle up to it in their bed. They're it's making Raw really bad so that you'll buy the network and go watch WCW reruns. <laughs> I would not be surprised if that is the case. You know what? Like we one forgot... day JBL just shoots yeah. and says, this is so shit, you could be watching good roles on the network right now. The drunk obnoxious fan, it was all a plant, it was all a work. <laughs> you know... I really did think his sign was a plant. <laughs> you know, but, the, but that wasn't the sign of the night, though. Tag me in. That was a sign Oh, of the night. that was a... Yeah, we forgot that. about that, didn't we? <laughs> oh, I didn't. I now, there saw are... that picture before, so when I noticed he wasn't getting tagged in, I thought it was deliberate. He went out and grabbed that sign. <laughs> there are some good memes from that one, too. I saw I the memes. The uh, one that says, I win, lol. I, you know what? I, I got to be honest with you. I think part of the reason I don't remember a lot of Monday Night Raw is I was playing WWE Supercard through the whole thing. Like, I didn't even see John Cena have that sign until I saw the memes afterward. That was his super card. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I picked my second favorite one of them um, and put it in the SmackDown review, and that's one that says, Thanks for everything, Titty Master. Hashtag the fappening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that one too much. The, the one you know, I didn't put in there had Chris Benoit on it, just his image. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like I was paying so little attention that I didn't even know that John Cena had a sign until I saw the memes afterward. So basically, what you're saying is you're busy hacking a bunch of celebrities' computers. No, sure, not, that, know, man. That, not that you know of. Story. Not that you know. I, I know of. it has nothing to do with wrestling, but I just to go off on another rant. No computers were actually hacked. No phones were hacked. Nothing was hacked, but an online account. Okay. Yeah, supposedly it was i iCloud or something like that, yeah. but Apple's like, no, fuck that, it wasn't our shit. <laughs> there, there was some news outlet at some point I saw talking about it, and they they mentioned that one of the hackers was named For was Fortune. I've heard of this guy. Yeah, apparently he's like a really famous hacker or something. <laughs> he's friends with Ken. I has a cheeseburger, I believe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think so. <laughs> No, the way I hear it is they actually they starved cats and they wouldn't even give them cheeseburgers because they're such sick hacker bastards <laughs> oh, well, those poor cats one of them got really angry got adopted by a dude named John and ate all his lasagna he's <laughs> 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 <Mondays, man. laughs> <laughs> Oh, someone's got a case for the Mondays <laughs> Staple around a pole match right burn this fucking place down. <laughs> I believe you have my stapler. <laughs> I need an outlet for my weird, obscure, you know, pop culture mashups and mashups. Uh, I love office. I'd space. also like to say I just the WWE. Yeah, 
those guys, they really hate Europe. I can't <laughs> buy the nine ninety nine shirt from the Euro shop. <laughs> Is it I'm nine? Gonna... Would they maybe do it in uh, Euros? No, it's not. I tried searching for network to see if they were stupid enough to put the network on by accident, but there's nothing for the network. No shirts, no It'll nothing. all be available to you October 1st. But it already is available in Russia. Well, that was in Soviet Russia, WWE pays you nine ninety nine. That happened on Raw as well. Cherry, I think it was Cherry asked if it was available in Russia, and then three minutes later they confirmed that it <laughs> yeah. was. <laughs> they all went quiet because no one knew, and someone was <laughs> back checking it out. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so many memories coming back. <laughs> yeah, now we're remembering what happened on Raw. <laughs> oh, tragedies. <laughs> Yeah, it really, really was a tragedy. <laughs> yes, it was. It was terrible. <laughs> was there a Heyman promo at least? Yeah, uh, I think there was, wasn't there? <laughs> no, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm really feeling the loss of Brian at this point. When Punk left, I was ambivalent because I was like, yeah, I kind of miss him, but... You know, it's not like it'll be massively noticeable. And it was a little, but it wasn't like everything went to shit. But now Brian's gone too. There's nothing enjoyable outside of Dean Ambrose. When Brie Bella gave an interview uh, just this week and said that Daniel Bryan will not need a second surgery, uh, but he'll be continuing his recovery through rehab. Uh, the decision was made this week regarding the second surgery. Figure 4 Weekly uh, reports that WWE are hoping he'll be able to return in around three months, which would be around December, but they may rest him up until the new year and set up a Royal Rumble return. No, what they'll do is they'll tease a Rumble return, not give it, and have everyone just shit all over and then slaved Rey Mysterio again. <laughs> yeah. Send Mysterio out on a high of being booed. <laughs> and this just in. TMZ have posted a small update on Jake the Snake Roberts' condition following his release from the hospital after having double pneumonia. His first public appearance after his release, however, was not has not brought good news. Uh, Roberts announced at a future Stars of Wrestling show in Las Vegas that doctors have found cancer in his chest, which needs to be removed. Uh, Roberts has already battled cancer earlier on this year, uh, but remains confident that he will beat it once again. Uh, and, of course, we want to wish the best to Jake during this time and hope... Uh, that he can once again beat down the condition. And that goes from us and from the folks over at uh, the uh, website I'm on right now. But, uh, yeah. In fact, they have a not, clip. Not that website. Yeah, that website. I'm just, I'm just proud, man, to be here tonight. You know, because, uh, Christ, man. When I woke up and I'd been asleep for three days... And then I found out that uh, I've got to have some more uh, stuff taken out of my chest and because uh, it's cancer. And uh, they got to do what they got to do. But I'm not afraid, man. I'm, I'm very comfortable with my faith. Faith not only in God above, but faith in the people that I have around me. And I hate ending the show on a down note like that. 
Well, I have good news on that part then. You can buy a John Cena punching bag. <laughs> that, that cheers everybody up. Kid punching it too. <laughs> that cheers everybody up. All right. Anybody have anything? Anybody else have anything to add here? Well, I'd like to, you know, congratulate Gene Snitsky on his infomercial career that has just taken off. You can uh, check him out. He's selling power pressure cookers that, you know, they can basically bring a uh, low country broil to a high class fair and. uh yeah, this came out on July seventeenth, two thousand and fourteen. It was in the notes, but that was before Cooley got his hands on it and the update. And I'm not going to ask you to play all three and a half minutes, right? But all right. Gene Siski, maybe you know, maybe when he was like at the Impact tapings, he, he ran into uh, Claire Lynch backstage, who was visiting the boys. <laughs> <laughs> she gave him some acting tips. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. And he'll be Popeye and Universal. Yep. They're, they're a thing now, folks. You can Wait, have uh, your baby officially kicked by Gene Snisky if you visit the park. Free of charge! Well, yeah, on that yeah. note... On that note... Ah... Uh, I'm at Think So Joe, at G of the Internet, at Random Redhead, at Mark underscore Noise, at Punish78 isn't here. We are at that's Board Wrestling Fan with our vowels, Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan. You can check this show out every Sunday on BWFRadio.com at 2 p.m. Eastern. And if you don't catch it live, you can always download it at BoardWrestlingFan.com. So, get over there, read some of our stuff, download our podcasts, and, uh, yeah, I got nothing else. 9.99 says RoboJT. <laughs> check out the We must harvest the energon for energon cubes. <laughs>